Hey, welcome back again to another episode of the Wholesome Black Man Podcast. This is your host, Donaldson. Back again, another week. Um, another day closer to the weekend. I'm actually going to have a three-day weekend because of the holiday that's coming up here, Memorial Day. So I am very excited about that. Um, once again, I just want to say thank you all for listening, for sharing the podcast. Um, for even just holding my vulnerability, um, I hope what I say connects with you in in a certain kind of way, but even if it doesn't, the fact that you listen, um, give a caring ear, um, pray for me as I allow myself to be vulnerable through this, through this medium, through this platform of podcasting, um, that just means the world to me. It's kind of hard to really express. Um, especially nowadays, it's hard to have a outlet where you can be vulnerable and not feel judged. Whether that be from people you love, whether it be from people on the internet, or whatever. Or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just always will be grateful for this platform. Be grateful for those who listen. And wherever you may listen to. And I never want that to be overlooked. So if you get tired of me thanking you, too bad. I'm just going to say thank you. I believe gratitude is something that I have to practice more or working on that every day. But I will be grateful for anybody who listens. And um, last episode, I talked about being unbalanced, um, things I'm kind of going through in my life. And I, now that I have like a had like a whole kind of week to really think about it, dive into it, um, get my thoughts around it. A lot of this unbalanced feeling that I'm having, that I'm having with God, like being unbalanced with God or fighting against God, it comes from, for me, I'm not sure how it, if you're going through something similar, how it may affect your life. It's the spirit of Lack. I'm always feeling like I'm lacking something. It's a day late and a dollar short, whether it be from this thing or the other. Um, the feeling of inadequacy. And it's very hard as a man to be like, yo, I'm hurting in the self-esteem area or in the confidence area. Um, as a man, you ain't supposed to struggle. To, like, after you hit, like, 12, 13, 14, after you get out of that awkward adolescence um, period in your life, you're supposed to be, like, the most confident person in in the room. And if you deserve it or not, <laughs> we all know that one person, that one dude who's a little bit too confident for his own self. <laughs> and for me, um, because I grew up in an environment where I wasn't cultivated in a way I wish I was or... I didn't, for my own self, um, seek um, new challenges, um, trying new things, and really exploring to see what I like and don't like. I just kind of kept myself. It it bounded me in a way that's kind of hard to explain. Um, that's why it's good for those of you to have kids, allow them to try some different things, really invest in them. 
really putting them in positions to not only fail but like succeed to feel what you know see what they're good good at um because then like just trying to figure out why do i feel this lag i i'm the type to ask questions um or have questions presented to me and one simple question is like yo what makes me feel validated and it was kind of hard just to say it's like yo i i don't know um i'm not sure if any of y'all have that uh kind of feeling maybe you do know like what makes you feel validated um but when it comes from me like that internal like validation like what can i do to make myself i don't say feel good but like just you know giving that boost that boost up like what goals what tangible things that i can do like that I can actually see have an effect on my life. And I'm looking around and it's very little because I'm so caught up in this rat race of life. Um, just going to work, coming to work, <laughs> coming from work, getting these bills paid. Um, and not a lot of time for passion, not a lot of time for just actually doing something that's for myself and... I can only imagine those who have kids. <laughs> like, you don't got no time to yourself. I'm not married <laughs> with no kids. So, I actually, this is like the most selfish I can be in my life. And I don't have these kind of things. And so, for those who are looking to find themselves or lost themselves in their marriage or lost themselves in their children's lives, it's kind of hard to get that balance back. And again, since I am really examining just spirit of like I'm had to figure out where it comes from. Um a lot of it just like most people is from childhood. Um I heard it said your um biggest flaws is your child your childhood traumas basically. Um when you're angry is cause something happened when you was a kid to make you angry. You got a problem with anger. Um you got a problem with authorities because maybe somebody that was over you while you were young was abusive of that authority or didn't quite properly explain what needed to be done. You know, things, all types of things like that. And for me, I am, as a man, I'm going to say this, as a man, we take pride in Handling the things in the physical, the tangible things that we put our hands on. Whether that could be, hey, I could fix, you know, I could fix a flat tire. <laughs> I could put up some shelves or I can have these bills paid. I can do all these things to meet physical needs. And then when you get in a position where you can't quite meet those needs, you feel lesser. And again, I'm speaking that from a man's experience. Um. Because we're supposed to be providers, but now in this day and age, the way my dad and granddad provided for my mom and grandmothers, um, you see that happen a lot less. And again, that's because of the condition of this world. Gas can go up 50 cents overnight, and then it takes three months for it to drop down 25 cents. Uh, the price of groceries can skyrocket in a in a month and won't come back down at all you know 
dollar, dollars don't stretch like they used to. So it's kind of hard for men to actually be the provider, providers as in tradition to the American dream. Um, and then if you are a man, you, especially me, I'm, you know, 30s and that younger generation a little bit. My dad and granddad told me how life was going to break down for me, how, you know, you're going to be able to do this, this, and that. And the shift happened, and I'm looking for life to be one way, and it's come basically almost the opposite. And if I'm being honest with you, that's just, I'm hurt about that. It's a part of me that feels like I'm lesser than because I can't meet some physical needs. And... When you have a area of lack and you don't properly address it, not saying hey, it's not there or doesn't need to be acknowledged at all, but when it comes consuming, um, your body, your mind will actually yield over to, towards that. Um, if you're desiring marriage and marriage you feel like marriage is not coming fast enough for you or it's not breaking your way or you see everybody get married and you're not married if that's your passion if that's what you really want it will actually bother you because you can't get it it seems like it's like you're grasping that water and you can't <laughs> get a good hold of it um if it's finances um kind of like me it seems like everything I do it's not enough it's like okay I'm again a day late dollar short I'm trying to do this thing but it's not quite working I'm trying to do something or I'm trying to make these things work or I'm just trying something new hoping something will click and in that me exploring these feelings, I have come to the realization I'm saying I too much. I'm saying me too much. I am actually operating outside of the will of God. Not because I am trying to get these things. There's nothing wrong with having these things. Um, nothing wrong with having money. Uh, people will kind of misquote scripture say money is the root of all evil. It's not money is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. <laughs> it's the root of all evil When you love money more than you love your fellow man More than you love your wife or your kids Then you get into some problems But in the same bible You can find where it says Money solves all, all things When it comes to this world There's not too much Especially in society um, Especially if it's a physical need That you can't really throw money at And it can't at least Be addressed um, whether that be something in your house, something in your body. Some people don't go to the doctor because they don't got money for the doctor. <laughs> um, whether that be mental health, some people don't go to therapy because they don't have the money for, you know, for therapy. You know what I mean? So it's just, I am in this position where I'm lacking physical or tangible things and I gave my mind over to it too much. And when you take your mind off God, when you take your eyes off Jesus, you'd be like, um, Peter walking on water. 
Yeah, he walked on water until he took his eyes off Jesus and then he sank immediately. And that's the feeling, that's the burden that I am have been carrying, that sinking feeling. Wanting to be married, but... Wanting to be married, but being put in a position where... I'm... I want to be careful of how I say this too. I'm in a position where I don't feel like I have much to offer in the tangible realm. I don't want to say physical because physical has a connotation next to sex. Uh, so I want to steer clear of that in a tangible realm where it's just like as a man, there are certain things I would want to make happen for my wife, but I know I am financially cuffed or fiscally handicapped because of lack of knowledge, mismanagement of money in my younger years that's having an effect of me now. All these things I am dealing with, I'm fighting with as a man and I have to get up every day. I have to have this smile. I have to be strong in public, knowing when I get home, I'm just going to sit and be engulfed by depression. Um, just as much as if I'm, I'm excited about this weekend, I'm afraid of this weekend because usually on my days off, it's I, you know, if I don't have nothing to do, that's when depression takes hold and I literally do nothing. I lay in bed the whole day. Um... So I'm, I am in so much of a fight and that's because I have reached or have been reaching for so much in the physical realm that I forgot that there's a spiritual realm that one if because let's, let's be clear you could do things in the physical realm manage your money um, start a business to give you wealth there's a lot of people who are wealthy who don't know Jesus at all, who don't subscribe to any faith. Or maybe they subscribe to a faith, they <laughs> do the complete opposite behind closed doors. But one thing I kind of looked at to form my mind, to get my mind back right, is actually the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And if you're unfamiliar with it, it's a, I would say he's like a psychologist, um, Abraham Maslow. He basically came up with these um, five areas in life, and when you when when all areas are met, you achieve quote unquote self actual actualization, um, where your true self, your most spontaneous self, your most creative self. The problem solving, solving that operates at its fullest potential, um, and even not just creativity. You like your problem solving skills, your administrative work self can operate, and it's a very interesting concept to me because the first basis is kind of—I'll even say the first two—is kind of where I am stuck at. Um, 
And if you want to know the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, I just list them off to you. Actually, I'll probably go one by one just to give you a framework of what I'm feeling and what I'm fighting with. So the first one, again, is the physiological. It's, okay, I have a place to stay. I can have food. Um, I have a place to lay my head. Even though it's not the best place, and um, I'm kind of in a lot of people <laughs> where a lot of people are at, it's hard to save because rent has went sky high. Uh, but I do have that, and it seems like a lot of times it seems like that's all I have. <laughs> I have a car, like, and just fighting for that. Um, it doesn't allow me to actually feel safe, which is actually the next tier or the next level of this man's, um, his theology or where he, where he's coming from and safety. That's like meaning the, um, security of, of like your body, like you feel healthy, um, place of employment, you have resources, you things, you know. Like jobs, um, even having property, things that make you feel, um, <laughs> for lack of a better word, things that make you feel secure. Uh, like most people, once they get property and it's paid off for a while, like you know, you build equity into your house, you feel pretty secure about your situation. You get a job, you got ra- you got the raise, you starting saving, you feel secure about that. That's a level that I'm not at. And it's so hard as a man to be like, yo, in this area of my life, I don't feel safe. Um, Again, I'm not sure how it is for the young ladies, but it's kind of hard. Just like, I'm pretty sure it feels the same, but it's like, I don't feel secure in where I am in life. I don't feel secure. I don't feel... um. I don't feel like I'm always doing everything right. Um, I have trouble maintaining relationships, or this relationship is on the rocks right now. Something that I went to for, something that made me feel secure is now making me feel insecure. And it's very hard to be in that area, very hard to, to, be in that area when your physical needs are not met and those like the really two I really want um but even in that I kind of realized like there are some things that I didn't get that I sh- that I needed as a child that I should have now um like the sense of belonging I have love like I ain't worried about love like I know my my people love me. I got parents that love me. I got a brother, sister. I got fr- some friends that I know would do for me if I ever need it. But even then, there's like this isolation that I'm always have. I've always had. I've always walked with. Um, and there have been times where it was good for me. I walked to the be my own drum. People can't lead me somewhere that I don't want to go. Um, but at the same time, it's been 
just as just as much isolation can be freeing, it can be imprisoning. And I'm at the point where as a man I'm lack of a better word again, I'm lonely and in that loneliness is so much pain and heartache that I can't really work through um by myself. But then I don't feel like I have the environment to work through with anyone else. So it's like I'm stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Um, and then esteem. Um, as a kid, I was always, again, you know my story, geared toward depression. And I never found anything to boost my self-confidence, boost my self-worth of, as a man. Um, born and raised in church, so to me, it's it always felt kind of silly in a way because like I've been in an environment where I'm around God fearing people. I've experienced the presence of God. I experience His Holy Spirit, oftentimes daily. <laughs> um, and to not feel. not feel validated while you grew up in that type of environment is very much contradictory. It's very much uh, a head trip. <laughs> I have I have struggled with my identity as a as a man, as a person and the things I can do um, to build me up because I of course I have achievements but it don't when you have a lower self-esteem, you could do, you can basically cure cancer. But if your esteem is not where it needs to be, you could feel like you've literally done nothing. I have these quality about me as a man that's more spiritual that everybody around me can sense, can pick up, can actually get from off me or get from me. And I have a hard time giving to myself. And... And part of the reason why that is is because these again these things that I have these characteristics that are like great characteristics to have as a person they do well for me spiritually but it doesn't I don't see any physical effects on my on my life <laughs> I actually understand why some men are the way they are because you know some things you could you could get a little bit easier just by being a jerk, by being a little bit gr- grimy, about you know being a little shady. Some some money you could get easier by being that way. I ain't saying it's good money, but but you could, you know, we don't have a conscience. It just is what it is. And in all these areas and all these things, I am as a man saying I'm lacking, and that's kind of a hard to really deal with and really come to terms with but God he's so good to the point where he actually showed me my flaws he showed me where I am where I'm, I'm messing up basically um, I have been looking especially as of late as of recent for a steady amount of time, I've been looking to the physical for for uh, too long, and for 
for a guy, he typically operates um, backwards from human thought or from the natural human element of thinking to kind of show his work or show how good he is or even to do things physically in your life. Uh, now that I have addressed, addressed where I am lacking at the... my flaws, my shortcomings, the iniquity that is myself, <laughs> um, God really had just start talking to me and showed me the fact that these things that I want, these things that you want in your life, is actually, some of the stuff is actually not going to come by you working at it or you getting this or you doing that. Because if you do it all the work, that means you got it. That means you don't need you don't need God. You don't need His Son Jesus. You don't need the grace. And God wants to. He wants to give you. He wants to make it work for you. He wants to. Uh, strengthen you and, and raise you up. And in raising me up, I'm seeing that God wants to bless me in a certain kind of way. Um, one uh. One scripture that will actually validate what I'm trying to say here. Or how God wants to bless me. How God ultimately wants to bless you. Um, familiar verse. Um, but I want to read it with context behind it. Isaiah 55. Uh, verse 10 and 11. For as the rain cometh down. And the snow from heaven. And returneth not thither. But watereth the earth. And make it a bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and that, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And as Christian believes as just people, and I'm speaking to myself, uh, of the faith, we have to be confident that there's a word that God has spoken to our lives. And not just through a preacher or through a prophet, um, a communication with you that God is directly trying to send you, whether you're trying to adhere to it or not, it's there. And... And operating in that word that God sent forth in your life, you are actually going to be greater than you can imagine. The areas of lack in your life, the things that you struggle with, once you stop focusing so much on that and focus on the word of God, his order for your life, so much is going to change and... And I'm speaking to myself to this right now. I'm speaking to that feeling that I wake up with that I'm not good enough or that I'm not strong enough or that I'm lacking something. I'm speaking that to that in a way to the point where it can't coincide with me as it has been. And again, I didn't pick this these feelings up intentionally. I didn't. I wasn't just sitting down having a pity party. It was more of the affairs of this world got a hold to me. And a lot of us are like that. I'm pretty sure you're kind of like that with me to the point where 
at one point you were <laughs> super focused on God. You were about your business when it came to him, but just time got a hold of you. You spent that you spent so much time in loneliness. You spent so much time in debt. You spent so much time in mental anguish to the point where you relented some I only say relented some control. You tried to take some control out of God's hands. And now's the time to come into your own, come into this self actualization uh, from God. But it's not going to come because you <laughs> are just um, so good or you're just so strong or you're the smartest or you figured out a plan. It's actually going to be like, God's really just waiting on you to be like, hey, give this over to me. Give this doubt that you have. Give this feeling of lack. This um, feeling of loneliness. And let me shape it and shift it and do what I will with it. And once that happens in your lives, I promise you, (laughs) your life's not going to be the same. I promise you that these feelings... That you're have that you're having, because maybe it's not the sense of lack that I'm going through. Um, maybe it's just a sense of depression, or maybe it's just the sense of loneliness um, that's going on in your life. I promise you, it will actually phase out of your life, shift and phase. Like it's not just going to automatically go away. It's going. <laughs> some of these things have to be worked on, because for some of us, some of these feelings are actually tied to trauma. But God is not the God of traumatic. He's the God of healing. So in this moment, I'm understanding I'm talking to groups of people who who are holding on to certain feelings that they don't feel comfortable letting other people in on. Um, I know I'm talking to some people who feel lonely in some areas. People who feel disappointed in other areas. Your time is coming. It's <laughs> Those feelings are going to be shifted out. For some it's going to be slowly. So for some it's going to be like <laughs> by in the next morning. We all have our own process. But God is coming your way. But the only way he really can get his fullness is if you let go of these negative feelings that you're harboring. And again, I'll speak to myself. I am no longer a day late and a dollar short. Provision is going to be abundantly abound in my life. I don't know how I win, but it's going to get there. And this is just going to be a, a journey that you guys have a first peek into. But uh, that's all I had to say. Um, this episode is probably a little bit longer than the past few. But I'm glad I got this out. I'm glad I were a- was able to speak my piece and unburden myself just even in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. Uh, I enjoy you guys. Oh, and also, um, in the next, by next episode, I'm going to have a email set up. Um, 
because the email that I do have for this show is actually my personal email, and it's a lot of, I ain't gonna say my personal email, it's actually my junk email, <laughs> you know that one email address that you had from when we first started out, and all of the junk mail kind of dedicated for that, I'm gonna have an email for the show, so if you have any feedback, if any topics you want me to talk about, because you trust my judgment, or... Even if you want to be prayed for, um, if it's something personal, I won't read it on the on the air, cause I don't want to take advantage of your vulnerability. But uh, I just appreciate it if you guys reached out to me and it actually helped me. <laughs> Be a little bit more consistent with this show because, again, I feel like I'm always talking to myself. Even though I do see the numbers and I see it grow a little bit here and there with no me actually promoting it. <laughs> um, but it actually will help me out. So, until the next episode, I love you guys. Peace. <laughs>